Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome to the week. Weekend wagers. It's the freaking weekend, baby. I'm about to have me some great cash, homie. John, Hour 2 Weekend Wagers, Cam Stewart, along with George Kurtz and Sean Angle here, breaking down uh, the betting board. We are on the Boston Red Sox. George got it at minus 120. I got it at 125. Also, a little bit on minus one and a half for Boston, Sale versus Herman. That game's going to be off in a bit. Then we have Milwaukee and Chicago, the Cubs at 220, and then a whole lot of night action, George. But what are you going to do if people want to play this uh, early slate with two games, uh, George? Uh, any deep... <laughs> any any uh, any DFS guys you like? You want to pay up uh, for sale or go uh, go to the basement with Gio Gonzalez? What do you think? Strategy time. Well, if I was, <laughs> excuse me, it would only be on FanDuel. I wouldn't do DraftKings. But if you want to look at a DraftKings yeah. lineup, uh, we can certainly do that. Uh, so you got Sale, right? Sale, uh, Domingo Germán, uh, Gio, and Hamels. And you are you and I already said, you know, Hamels would be dangerous, right? Because we don't expect them to go long. So I'm not going to pay up for Hamels. I don't think he's. Gonna, if I think he's only going to go five innings, that doesn't make a lot of sense there. So we can't. I can't go Hamels there. Um, I'm likely to pay up for sale. I guess that Yankee lineup. I think that's the way I would go. Yep, and uh, catcher. <laughs> I guess. Uh... <laughs> down boy, down boy. Contreras, Grandel, Higashiko. What, what do I got there? Um... Higoshoka? Yeah, okay, man. Pina and uh, Leon. Oh, well, these are, uh, yeah. Yeah, that, good call, George. Hey, Higoshoka well, well, hit a home well run pronounced. last weekend. Well, he's a Yankee. Get, I've heard getting Higgy, getting a Higgy with times. him. Oh, he's 3300 uh, bucks. <laughs> 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 Sorry, George. That was awful. Who do you like? <laughs> I'm not going to go with Grandel, <laughs> lefty like? on lefty. I'll stay away from there. I think either you're paying up with Contreras or you're going Higgy. You know, and I, I think I'm going to go cheap. I'm going to go Higgy. Hopefully, yeah. uh, once again, puts one out. First base, you like Encarnacion, Rizzo, Rizzo, or Moreland here? Oh, God. Uh, give me Moreland. Short porch, Yankee Stadium. Let's save yeah, some money. You know what? I like that. Yeah. One out. Hey, we're on Boston, too. Second base, LeMayhew, Hayura, Torres, Mustakas, Bodie, Holt, Valera. Wow, he's real cheap. 3200 bucks. Your boy Valera. Hitting yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going like? Valera. Uh, give me, give me Glyber at 4300 Hit the Grand Slam last night. Let's see if he can do it again. Devers, uh, third base, Devers, LeMayhew, Brian, Urshela, Mustakas, Bote, George. Devers in a little bit of a slump. I'm certainly not taking Mustakas because uh, lefty on lefty, again, I'll avoid that. Chris Bryant, I mean, at 4,400, I'm leaning towards Chris Bryant against Gio. Nice. Uh, shortstop, Bogarts, Baez, Torres, Arcia. Well, if you don't put Torres at second base, you can always put him here instead. Uh, Arcia, yeah. 2,800. No, thank you. Uh, I mean, I, I'd uh, Bogarts, 5,400, too much for me. Baez, 4,600. It's funny. Uh, I know you're, you're on the, uh, the Brewers today, but I'm picking a lot of Cubs in my lineup here. Baez, it is. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't worry. Hey, as long as the Brewers win. You know, uh, Yelich, uh, outfielder, he's 5,500. Betts, Benatani, Martinez. Yeah, all the expensive guys are Boston. Then New York, Judge, Maben, Gardner, Bryant. Who do you like in outfield uh, there, George? All right, uh, give me Lorenzo Cain. I, I need some cheap outfielders. I, I spent a lot of money so far, so I'm going to go with Lorenzo Cain here. Jackie Bradley would uh, be in play here. Uh, once again, short porch, take advantage of it. Nick Castellanos, righty against a soft-throwing left-hander in Geo. I can see those guys. If you are going to pay up, you know, you, maybe you went to different guys than I did here. Uh I don't mind taking a shot with uh, Moogie Betts today, once again, uh, 5,300, although 
you know, for the expensive guys here, 4,900 Ben Attendee, I probably like a 4,900 Ben Attendee better than a 5,300 bets. But I like, for what, what, where I spent my money, so I spent it on the infield, some other guys here, I kind of like the outfielders I picked. A little cheaper, but I like what I can do there and keep my uh, expensive infielders in. Yeah, exactly. So we're just uh, getting the pitching warm-ups right now. Herman taking the hill, throwing his warm-up pitches. We're about to get going right now. Give you guys some live <clears throat> golf odds if you want to play uh, the Wyndham Championship today. Ben on leading at 13 under. He's the favorite at plus 350. Webb Simpson, who we have in the tournament at 16 to 1. Now 14, uh, two, four, 4 to 1 there. Paul Casey, 11 to 1. Sanjay M, 12 to 1. He is two shots back. Jordan Spieth, good price at 14 to 1. We were already on him at 20 at the start of the tournament. Victor Hovland making a move today, 16 to 1. JT Post in 28. Mackenzie Hughes, 28 to 1. But the guy I like, guys, I did this before with George a long time ago. Watch out for, for two guys that we can look at right now. I like Colin Morikawa. If you're going to bet him at live at 50 to 1, he's five shots back, but with a lot of holes to go. And why not take a shot with the Wolfman again? He, he did it for me before. He is 50 to 1 and six shots back. So Morikawa and Wolf getting a very good price on these guys. Uh, at the start of the tournament, Morikawa was 18 to 1, and Wolf was 45. They're now both at 52 1. Baseball game about to be started, George. So. Yeah, uh, I lost my horse race, so that's not uh, a good way to start the day. But, you know, George, there's lots of uh, horse racing to go. One race is not going to make our day. I could tell you that. I wish I was at Saratoga today because they got some huge, huge, huge stakes races there. Big money, some of the best in the world. Seems like a nice place to go to and relax, like cottage country. I've never been there, George. I really want to get out to Saratoga, though. It looks like a real winner. I've been to Belmont before. I enjoyed it, but Saratoga looks real cool. <clears throat> Uh, I've never been to Saratoga maybe. specifically, but uh, I've been in, I've been in the area. It is nice if you like that kind of uh, get away from it all. That's what you're, what you're looking for up there. So uh, I don't mind that at all. Belmont, I've been to. I grew up in Belmont, so I've been to Belmont before. And so they've been in the area a thousand times. And hey, if the Islanders ever get this thing going here, which now they say maybe after Labor Day, uh, <laughs> it's getting pushed back, uh, back and back. Uh, I guess the good news is it gets back. It gets pushed back a little bit, not major. It's always a couple of weeks here, a couple of weeks there. But now after Labor Day, yeah. they'll get started on the Coliseum. You think it's going to happen? You want uh, it, 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 It's going to happen, right, George? Come on. You say, yeah, I know before I, I, you're pessimistic. It seems it seems more realistic now, doesn't it? It it does. It does. But, you know, there's still a lot of groups fighting against it. It is Nassau County. If you live in Nassau County, you know the problems they've had there. But uh, everything, we, we're not hearing anybody being pessimistic, you know, other than, the, other than the groups going against it. Everybody else said, yeah, it's going to happen, going to happen. But once again, it's supposed to start in April. Then it was May. You know, that's in June. Now it's after uh, Labor Day. You know, who knows? Yeah, yeah, I know. It'd be nice if they got it done. It'd be a really cool place to go. I, I, I like the old arena. It was a lot of fun, but uh, it, it, it needed to be done, George, and it looks really cool. From the pictures that I've seen, it looks absolutely stellar and fantastic. I really hope uh, it gets done. Let's go through some more uh, NFL stuff right now, just going through some props and, you know, some uh, – and we talked about the MVP. Regular season passing touchdowns we can go through right now, George, and obviously Patrick Mahomes, like the MVP, the favorite – Mahomes is high in every category. He's three to one. So most passing touchdowns, Mahomes at three to one. Aaron Rodgers is in the two hole at seven to one. Andrew Luck, seven to one. Matt Ryan, nine to one. Carson Wentz, 12 to one. Drew Brees, 12 to one. Baker Mayfield, 14. Ben Roethlisberger, 14. Jared Goff, 14. Tom Brady, 16 to one. Phillip Rivers, 16 to one. Deshaun Watson, 18. Kirk Cousins, 18. Russell Wilson, 20 to one. Jameis Winston, 25. Matt Stafford, 25. Derek Carr, 28. Jimmy Garoppolo, 33. Mitch Trubisky, 40. Dalton is 50 to one. Sam Darnold, 66. We're getting really crazy now, George. Newton, 66 to one. Your boy Prescott, 80 to one. Foles, 100. Fitzpatrick, 125. Flacco, 125. Murray, 125. Rosen, 150. I don't even know why I'm mentioning these guys. Mariota, 150. Eli Manning, 150. Case Keenum, 200. Haskins, two. Josh Allen, two. And Lamar Jackson, 250 to one. George, if we're not taking Patrick Mahomes, what do we do here? I am not sure if I want Aaron Rodgers at seven to one either. Either. Looking at Luck, 7, Wentz, 12. Those are some uh, guys. Maybe Mayfield at 14. What do you think for most regular season passing touchdowns? 
Well, those are all guys we like. All right. I mean, Aaron yeah. Rodgers, I do worry about him. He, uh, they're having trouble with the offense, learning the offense. They have still have over a month. I think they'll get it down there. But still, it's a new offense. Could be an issue there. Andrew Luck's got the calf injury, not practicing yet. And this is not, you know, I say calf. This is not something that's been going on for, oh, my God, you know, a day or two. It's been going on for months where he can't get over this injury. He's, he, this guy's a slow heel. It just seems like he's a slow healer there. So that could give me some concern on there. Mayfield, fine, 14 to 1, I believe you said. How about, you know, I'll give you, you know, uh, one spot, one guy we didn't talk about. If, if they're not going to have much of a running game because he's not in camp, he doesn't want to play there, Phillip Rivers, 18 to 1, theoretically, they would have to throw the ball more, right? Yeah. So, you yeah. know, getting a good price, 18 to 1, Phillip Rivers there. I'm not saying he'd win it, but for the price, I don't mind that. No, that's not. You know, shot I, that's the dog, that's see what happens here. I agree. I agree with that. I think it's a very good price for Philip Rivers. Excellent point that you bring up. What about, uh, I don't think Deshaun Watson in 18. What about uh, Cousins at 18? He might throw for a lot of touchdowns, though, George, with Thielen and all those other guys. That's he. That's the one thing about Cousins. He's a real fantasy guy. You know what I mean? Like, he'll put up some staggering numbers. 18 to 1, along with Rivers, I think is an intriguing price on him. Because it's, it's not about interceptions thrown. It's about touchdowns thrown. You, you know, he likes to sling it all over the place. Yeah, my worry about Cousins is that we know Mike Zimmer wants to run the ball more. Now that that really means anything, he could throw a four-yard touchdown pass, but we know Zimmer wants to run the ball more. He was pissed last year they didn't run the ball. That's why the OC got fired. Uh, they changed the uh, you know offensive philosophies here. So I think that'll keep me away from Cousins. I think Cousins is a fine quarterback, too, in fantasy leagues, but I'm not betting on him throwing for, we're going to need, what, probably more than 40 touchdowns to win this? Man, I think that's, that's the you're over yeah. probably 42, 43 to win this. I don't think well, Mahomes is going to throw over 50 again. I think that was... Uh, I don't want to say a mirage, but I think that's highly unlikely. Either Mahomes is my favorite to win again, but you're gonna need you're gonna need post forty, and I don't think Cousins can get there. Yeah, I, I, my, the the guy that's sticking it out to me is Wentz, with the running back by committee. Philadelphia does; they, he has a good relationship. Like Thirds the tight end, throwing the ball. It's just one of those ones. I think at twelve to one, that will be a bet that I'm making. Uh, I think that's my favorite. George Mayfield at fourteen catches my eye. What about Bi- Big Ben Roethlisberger at fourteen to one with Antonio Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster? Uh, He's he losing some weapons, but you know Ben too. He does it in streaks. Sometimes he'll have those like you know five touchdown games. Uh, fourteen to one, not enough though, George. With the loss of Brown, I, do, I just don't think so. But what do you think of Ben? Uh, I mean, they throw the ball a lot. I don't think they're gonna throw the ball six hundred plus times again like last year. But uh, you mean you already mentioned you lost Brown? Can I really think you're gonna set the record for touchdowns now? I like Juju, but who else is gonna catch these touchdowns? I mean, how many can Juju catch? So uh, I'm not gonna bet on Ben either. I think that price is this is not a good enough price. If it was more of the 18, 20 to one, 22 to one, which is really what I think it should be, I'd be more interested. But I think once again they're banking on the name value there and had to oh he threw well 600 times last year. That should give him more of a chance of it. Not realizing that's highly unlikely to happen again. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm gonna lock in on Wentz. I think that's a really good bet at 12 to one. I'm I'm gonna dig in. Here we go, George. So most regular season receiving touchdowns we can go through right now. Devontae Adams seven to one. DeAndre Hopkins eight to one. Tyreek Hill eight to one. Travis Kelsey nine to one. Antonio Brown twelve to one. Juju is twelve to one. Michael Thomas fourteen. Odell Beckham fourteen. Julio Jones sixteen. Mike Evans, 20, Eric Ebron, 25, T.Y. Hilton, 25, Adam Thielen, 25, Tyler Lockett, 25 to 1, Keenan Allen, 28, Amari Cooper, 28, Stephon Diggs, 33, Julian Edelman, 33, Elshon Jeffrey, 33, Calvin Ridley, 33, Zach Ertz, 33, A.J. Green, 40, Robbie Anderson, 40, Brandon Cooks, 40, Sammy Watkins, 40, George Kittle, 40, Jared Cook, 50. What do you think about those guys? And Kenny, Do- Kenny Galladay, 50 to 1 as well. Charles Landry, 50. What do you think there, George? I don't like De- Devontae Adams at 7 to 1. That's not, that's, it, I know you can bet it, but I just don't think I can do. I, I, I think I'd, I need a little more value. I agree with you. Uh, when, when, with all these, I generally look for the guys who are uh, up around probably 18 to 1 or higher. That's because to me, that's where the yep. value is. If I'm going to put 20 bucks on, I want to win 400 uh, somewhere around there. The guy who came to mind is, uh, hey, if I'm going to go Rivers, why not double up? Because if Rivers is going to throw that many, that means Keenan Allen's catching a whole bunch. Keenan, yeah. So 20, 28 to 1, I don't mind. I like that. that. Know, Just got to stay healthy, healthy, right, George? Damn, stay healthy, he does Keenan the, Allen. God, if he was healthy. It would be great. <laughs> the the only negative there is that Hunter Henry is a very big red zone target, 
And oh my God, mm-hmm. the umpire just called JD Martinez out. That was awful. Did you see that, that was, pitch? That, that was, was by bad. his toes. Come on, that man. That, That's just oh my God. Is this oof. umpire blind? Oof. That was a good six to eight inches low. That that's terrific. <laughs> that was awful. That wasn't even close, George. God, man, these Boone should be out there all here for the Red Sox. Watch. Tell him to tighten his shit up. <laughs> See, Cora, he, he, he that, didn't even look like he wanted to. Like he was just so. Fl- he was not even mad. I think he was more stunned and flabbergasted. Like he looked like he looked like he was in orbit there. His eyes were like popping out, going, "Are you kidding me, man?" You you said it again, George. The, hey, bring in the bring in the cyborgs, man. Bring in the robots. Like that guy obviously did not like. What is he not looking? You're behind home plate, and the catcher ah. raised his glove up eight inches after the after the he had it in his glove. It was wow. You know, speaking of what cyborgs, you know I'm food I'm food shopping the other day, okay? And <laughs> they had this stories. machine. Yep. They had this machine that goes up and down the aisles. And it's I don't, I'm like what that I mean clearly it's a machine it's like a, a robot thing I don't know what it is it's on wheels it's going up and down the aisles and it's checking yeah uh, yeah because I was it's it goes slow so you can read it it's checking for spills and and stuff like that I'm like wow and I've never seen this before in a store I said this is a for, you know a, gro- a supermarket grocery store and a stop and shop for those who don't know it and I said this machine was going up and down the aisles and I said I'm reading the thing whatever I don't know what the name of the machine was well we we check for spills and da, 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 da. I'm like oh I guess that's pretty cool. Because the damn thing was in my way. I couldn't get my cart around it. So I uh, was pissed. But uh, I was like, okay. I, it's, just, it's just something I'd never seen before, speaking of cyborgs, that this machine was going up and down aisles. I, I thought I was looking for people stealing things. You know, because I was with my kids. I'm like, this was the thing is made of my kids. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. That's, that's, what, that's think, what I thought. Right? Or, or, checking, like, or, checking, or, or, or checking barcodes, maybe, for prices or something. I don't know. Oh, that would have been good. Thing I would assume. That yeah. would have been good, yeah. Something that could, you know, hey, you need because a you know how people hey, like stores, especially since they do like weekly stuff. I find a lot of the time, like the flyers are off by one day, so they already have the tags. Maybe it automatically does like the barcode and just is like double checking prices. I don't know. These machines are pretty smart these days. Another thing, yeah, I guess they'd rather, have, I guess they'd rather have him than like a human with a mop, right? So if he sees something, they can uh, take care of business. So does he clean he it clean himself it. or just uh, so he just alerts the humans that there's moisture on the floor? Right, yeah. For them to clean it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't yeah, seem like that good. I think he, somehow he learned it because I, I did hear. I, I you know, think clean up an I think my barcode idea is better. Don't you think my barcode idea? They care about a spill or two. This guy could be doing uh, price checks. That's way more important, well, they, in my opinion. But you already mentioned people anyway. suing over slipping on your sidewalk. They'll slip on the spill too and yeah, sue for that also. Yeah. Yes, you bring up good points, George. So so far. Bad umping in the in the Yankee game, and me and George are on the Red Sox. We don't need the, those type of calls early, so it's zero zero right now. Sales throwing out his first pitch, bottom of the first zero God, zero. I forgot I'm on the Red Sox. Game. I should be angry Gets about this. this. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I, I'm, I'm angry. <laughs> I about it. I'm on the Red me. Sox hard. Yeah, I know. It screwed me hard. Anyway, we'll go through uh, live updates of this game. Go through some more NFL uh, futures and props, and a whole lot more on weekend wagers. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back to Weekend Wagers. I'm Cam Stewart along with George Kurtz and Sean Angle. Yeah, uh, not the start. I was just hearing that promo, Fortnite. I don't even know what the hell Fortnite is. I know people play it. Like, I literally have not played a video game, George, in at least 10 years. The only game I'll play if they go into an old pizzeria and they got like, a, you know, the, the, the sit down like Pac-Man or Arkanoid games. Like, I'm a dinosaur. I, I don't even know what these guys are talking about. But you can win. A, I, I, I was watching a documentary on the other day. This Canadian kid, he got a scholarship down to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Yeah, and he's, they literally have a school program now for, for gaming and they challenge other schools and it's all paid for. It's a scholarship, basically like playing football. They take care of everything. You play video games for your that's your course. You just get good at video games. Unbelievable. Make a lot of money. Hey, yeah, you make I, money at it. Why not? 
I liked them back in the day. You know, Asteroids, uh, Galaxa, yeah. or, uh, Donkey yeah. Kong. Yeah. Oh, Gallagher. Yeah. Galaxian. Uh, yeah. Gallagher. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I can't remember the name, but I, I like that game. You know, but, but I think for me, you were, I remember playing my nephew. He had to be like four or five years old in a hockey game, like Sega hockey, whatever the hell it was, and he kicked the shit out of me. Yeah. I, he'd be like, not, I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't need my ego to be ripped out of my, uh, my body by a four-year-old, five, whatever the hell old he was, he, that he could yep. beat me easily. It wasn't even a game to him. So uh, I, have, I don't think I've played since. My kids do play Fortnite from time to time. I know last night they're playing Minecraft. And they, uh, which Minecraft, I don't mind you build things. So I think that teaches you something. I don't know yeah, what, yeah. Fort, I don't, I don't yeah, even know what really Fortnite is. And uh, speaking neither. of uh, me being ripped out, Yankees already lead one nothing over Boston. Uh, oh, yeah, I, oh, I know. Sales, 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 great. Nice, nice, nice meatball <laughs> he serves up. They got uh, Judge on base, I'm pounding Boston. I'm he like, hit why, George, why do I bet on this team? Well, you hit Judge too. Oh, great. Why do we bet? I like, I, I don't know. Like, the best is Jory Cora. Well, we better start winning. Whatever. Now they lost that game. Well, we better start winning now. You're losing this. Like, it's just. I don't know, man. The Boston Red Sox, their pitching is just so shit. Like, it's awful. Like, it doesn't matter what ballpark it's in, George. They're brutal. They're brutal. Like, all their starters. Like, they can't get, they can't get it together. They can't get it together. No, it's, it's been a problem. I mean, uh, sale, sale is not sale. It's a big problem. It's really what it is. He's just <laughs> yeah. not sale. Yeah, Por- Porcello's been a, uh, a softball pitcher most of the, se- uh, most of the season. Erod's exactly. been their best pitcher. You know, Kashner... Has had what four starts for Boston? Three of them been horrible. And he had one good start against the Yankees last weekend. So uh, they've got some issues. We know the bullpen is a uh, you know just gasoline on the fire. That's all that is. If they don't hit, they don't win. What do you think they do moving forward, George? Because to me, the Yankees are so much better than them now. Like you know, they've really taken a step back. You know, like you just can't sit around and like watch your team de- de- deteriorate. They obviously have to go and get pitching. Uh, conversely, uh, George, the Blue Jays are a play-on team right now. They called up Dante Bichette, as you talked about last week's show. It's interesting. I know a guy who works for the Blue Jays organization, and that kid from uh, Houston came in, and he and he told me something. We talked on the phone. He said it, he walked in and said it is the exact same vibe that Houston had with their young players when they all worked together and came up in the minor leagues together and got good. He said it's a fantastic clubhouse. And one thing about young players is you're excited to go to the ballpark every day. You've made the major leagues are new to you. It's exciting. You don't have that veteran kind of, oh, here we go again type of thing. Like That's why these guys are going in right now. The Blue Jays are hotter than hell, George. They're winning games left, right, and center, five in a row. These young kids, are they're, they're, they're raking right now, and they're hitting home runs as well. They look good. Yeah, the kids don't know what it's like to fail yet, to be in those doldrums of another losing season. Yeah. To them, it's, you said it. I mean, the major leagues, you know, get major league money, major league meal money, too. You know, daily money, 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 money. And it's fun. Yeah, it's just fun <laughs> for them. So I love what the, the Blue Jays did as far as calling up a shed. I do think it was a PR move to you know, get, stop getting the, uh, we traded Strowman, traded Stranchers, we got ripped off in the Strowman deal, but hey, we'll call up a shit and let the fans sort of forget about that because you call up their player that everybody wanted up. So I think that was a great move by them. Uh, and, I, and listen, Bichette's going to be a star there. The him and uh, Vladimir Guerrero are going to be a lot of fun to watch for a lot of years. Uh, they'll hit. Yeah. Now we'll, the Jays just need some of these young pitchers, right? Some of these young pitchers to pay the, off. Maybe, uh, maybe when the they're thing ready is, to George, what, uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt. I just, I, I, yeah, I just got one thing to say, though. Like, so... They have baseball prospectus in the top 100 or whatever, and a lot of people are ripping the Jays. You could have got more for Stroman. I get it. But it's also, in their defense, they believe these two prospects for the Mets are better than what these things indicate. They have their own studies, their own sources, and a lot of the time that happens, right? You can find diamonds in the rough. It's not an exact science, you know? Minnesota, oh, we could have put a deal together that was better. Well, why didn't you then? You didn't. The Mets did. That's the end of discussion. You didn't do it. You could have been, you could have, you should have, you didn't. But I'm just saying a lot of these guys, maybe they're better than people think they are. Like, that one guy's a six-foot uh, uh, flamethrower. Like, there's a, there, there's a lot to like. Even though they got rid of Stroman, yes, they could have done more, but I don't think the prospects they got back are as bad or the rankings say they are as, as bad, George. What's your take on that? Well, it's hard to defend the Jays here. You're obviously right as far as the Jays view these guys higher than the others, but you've made the deal three days early. Uh, why not, for these two yeah. prospects, why not wait? I mean, you saw what Bauer went for. Stroman is the equal Bauer, yeah. or maybe just barely That's lower. Point, He's not equal to Granke, so you can't compare it to that deal. You know, Granke is obviously a Hall of Famer. You know, so you can't compare him to Granke. But uh, if you're going to make that deal, you wait till the deadline. 
why did you feel the make the uh, why did you feel the need to make that deal three days early? That's the problem here. It's the only problem here. If they would have made this deal at three o'clock on uh, Wednesday, all right, that's the best you can get. All right, and I have no problem with that. But uh, you know, and I, the Jays obviously like the guys better. But you look at any other rankings. It's not like some rankings had these guys top 100, other guys others didn't. None of them did. That's not good. You're hoping that you're right and everybody else is wrong. You know, they were two of the Mets' top 10 prospects, yeah. but, you know, Baseball Prospectus didn't have them there. Uh, Baseball America, no. Keith Law, no. That's not good. You know, that's not a good thing. But you're right. We never really know what's going to, what's going to happen here with these guys. Maybe they are going to pay off. Uh, Anthony Kay could be – he's probably at least a number three, could be a number two. SWR, Simeon Woods Richardson – Hurry pick. He may end up being great. He may not. Mm. You know, the Jays obviously are banking on the great that he's going to be there. They think they can make him that. And if it works out, fantastic. My only issue is, like I said, why did you feel to need to, to make this deal Sunday at six? Why couldn't you wait yeah. to, uh, to Wednesday? You know, when you had all these other teams, I mean, Yankees were desperate. You might have gotten more from them. You know, if you the Nationals before, they realized they weren't going to get any, anybody else. And they had to go for Zach Granke. Maybe they would have offered you more. You don't know. You know, you, you you traded light. I think it's hard for me to, uh, to actually defend this without telling you, you traded light here. I think you could have gotten more if you waited. But like I said, it's like when you play in a fantasy league. If you believe in that guy, even though the ADP says he's yep. going to be drafted in round six, and you, you believe in him and you're going to take him in round four, who's to argue with you? You may be right. Same thing here. Exactly. If the Toronto Blue Jays truly believe that K and SWR are going to be linchpins in their uh, starting rotation for years, then you got to do what you think is right. If you believe in the guys, you don't want to lose them. Yeah, no, it's that's an interesting take. I didn't talk to you. I know you probably talked about it to death with the Yankees, though, George, with Houston doing it. Like, I'm surprised not even a minor move or anything like that. You and uh, Blewett probably talked about it. Gabe and I talked about it on the show, and we had one we had one of our guests who said they should fire Cashman. We told him, pump the brakes. They're 30 games over 500. Like, let's slow down on the fire move. But a lot of anger and angst right now in uh, Yankee Nation, right, George, just watching the Astros get better. It's got to be pretty frustrating because you guys are so close. With Those bats are just absolutely phenomenal. It's got to be very frustrating not even to get a, a little bit better pitching. Well, I, I say this. When it regards to this, I actually take a much more different approach here. Uh, the prices were extremely high. Extremely. You saw what Bauer went for. We saw what Granke went for. If, let's say the Yankees, uh, you want put Bauer on the Yankees right now. You know, they, okay, the Yankees traded for Bauer, gave up all that talent, you know, three, four prospects, and got Bauer. Mm-hmm. Um, are they going to be Houston, Cam? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. It's a great point. Yeah, you, you have Bauer, Paxton, and Domingo Germán. If, he, if he's there, is that the equal of Verlander, Cole, and Granke? No. And the offense on Houston is just as good as the Yankee offense, by the way. Maybe a tick below, if that. It's just as good. The Yankee bullpen is better than Houston's. But, they, hey, with those three pitches, they may not get to the bullpen. They can all go seven, eight innings easy. So uh, I, I think Cashman did the right thing. I think when he saw what the, uh, what the price was to acquire these guys, and he needed more than one. To really compete with Houston, he needed more than yeah. one. Hell, to compete with Cleveland, he needed more than one. The, the, the only thing is with Cleveland, you might be able to shut down their offense. You might be able to win with your offense over theirs. That's it. Houston is the best team. They're, I think they're the best team in baseball right now. I, mean, I don't know if it's all that close. The Dodgers are, are the best team in the National League. That's, but I think that's the, best the thing, team in George. They're two to one to win the whole thing. They're two to one to win right. the whole. Like you know what I mean? Like you know, like in a good year, you see a four to one, a five to one. They are two to one, not to win the American League, to win the World Series. That's all. Like you know what I'm saying? Like everybody's just locking them in. No, and it, it's crazy. You throw no Granky in the, the middle Yankees of these did, guys. You, you got Verlander, Granky, Cole. Like no, they can't. And I'm with you. That's an excellent could, take. That's Yankees an excellent take by you. You. You don't mortgage your future for something to get something and don't, don't have a guarantee. I think a lot of the time, I, I, like, I really like your take, George, because people just assume, hey, I got to do something. I got to do something. Well, if some team wants to fleece you, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to just sit there. You can sit there and go stand put. Hey, we might be able to win with our offense. We're still not going to beat them if we get this guy and we save our system. And the guys that they wanted from the Yankees, they can't miss prospects, right? That pitcher you guys got is amazing. Like, he's going to be stud. So you're not just going to give them away. What what fans forget to remember uh, forget is that uh, you know you need cheaper players in order to sign Judge when he comes up. He's going to want a mega contract. Yep. Sanchez mega contract. Liber yep. Torres mega contract. You, know, you, you, need, you have to sign these guys. And you know yes the Yankees have the money, but if Hal Steinbrenner sticks to where he wants to get below the cap because he doesn't want to pay that extra money, well then guess what? You don't have an empty you know an open wallet forever. So you need cheaper players. And Debbie Garcia, who's the player you're talking about? Can be that rotation piece. 
where he's going to, you know, you have, you have control of him for six years. You don't have to worry about paying him mega bucks here. If you want the Yankees to go out and get Garrett Cole next year, which I truly believe they do, that's $200 million. You, he's going to cost a small you fortune. Do you think he's going to go there? Like, you don't think he's going to resign with Houston? Like, you think he's going no, to go that, to the Yankees? Any chance Houston had of re-signing him, that went away when they signed Granky, when they traded for Granky. Granky's making a hell of a lot of money, so they, they can't that afford it. They already got Verlander making big bucks. They've got Granky now. Plus, they, once again, they have a whole bunch of young players going to get paid, too, that they got to worry about. So I think Cole's gone. Whether or not he goes to the Yankees, that depends on whether or not Cole wants to play in New York, which that I can't answer you. But I've always believed that part of the reason why Houston made this deal for Granky, because remember, they'll get him for two more years after mm-hmm. this, is because I think they know that Cole is gone. That he was out of their price range anyway, and that he was going to leave, or maybe, you know, maybe he wants someplace else he wants to play. I don't know where he's from. Maybe he wants to play in his hometown. But, but I gotta believe the Yankees. Remember, Cashman wanted him in that trade with uh, Houston. He offered him Frazier and Chance Adams. They turned it down and took the Houston deal. It was Colin Moran, and a couple other guys, Musgrove, and somebody else. Uh, so they they turned the Yankees down there. So the Yankees are very interested in Cole. There's not too much on a starting pitching market next year. It's Cole Strasburg if he opts out. Madison Bumgartner, who I don't think the Yankees are going to pay mega bucks for, and Zach Wheeler. Those are pretty much the top four starters there. So I think he'll have interest in Wheeler as well. And, and But I think Cole is where the Yankees are going to start. They, I think Cashman knows after this year, I got to get an ace. I just got I can't go through this year again. The, the bats are there. I got to get an ace. Severino will be back next year. Cole and Severino will look pretty good. Yep, I, I I agree with you 100. percent No, it's interesting because uh, yeah, the Yankees are gonna they're they're gonna offer Cole like <laughs> at the moon, basically. Yeah, they and the, get a pitcher like that with those bats, George. That'd be absolutely fantastic. Home run, Benintendi. Take a look at, uh, really? Wow, great! Long home horse run. racing there. There's a horse race called Hockey Hair. I thought you'd like that. Hockey, hockey hair. hair. Good name for a horse. Yeah. Hey, here comes Hockey Hair. That's a good name. Yeah, badly, you know. Yeah, a lot of those, a lot of those, uh, you know, those hockey guys. George, you must see them at the rink, you know, uh, short in the front, party in the back type of thing. You know, the the stiffler, the stiffler lid. You don't see many guys rocking that hockey hair anymore. It's about so, now it's that I'm happening. starting to miss hockey. Yeah, you know, it's, it's yeah, about now. Right. Yeah. It's, you know, it's been gone for about six, seven weeks now. You know, it's still six, seven it's weeks funny. away for a training camp. I did a I did a podcast with uh, sorry not not like just a, a betting show with my buddy in Vegas too and we were going through the the points totals of the one team you know what know what I did George Winnipeg Jets I'm smashing the under that's uh, going to be one team I'm going to be fading this year you asked me for one team to not make the playoffs I actually think it might be the Winnipeg Jets I looked at that blue line it is atrocious and Dustin Bufflin gets hurt all the time I think it's uh, something to look look at George that's all I'm saying is watch out for the regression from the Winnipeg Jets big time. That's my take. So if you if you're gonna take the Jets out, who are you putting in? Putting Arizona in? Arizona. Yep. I yep. I, I, I don't know if I could trust Ranta there for that goaltender. You know, Ranta. Yeah, like there's a couple teams I'm fading, like St. Louis. Obviously, you could fit. You could like they're not going to be the same team. Everything no. worked out for them last year. I like. I'm high on Nashville. I was wondering what you think. You you like you like the Predators this year? I I think they're I like very the Predators. Good. I like the Predators. Go. They're good overall. It's hard not to like a good overall team. They don't have any weaknesses. You know, not, I'm I not made, saying that the best I made team all, they, they don't made have a any weaknesses. The way I look at it is, you're giving me Vegas in the Pacific Division at plus 100. I'm I'm smashing it. San Jose oh, can't get Vegas. it. Calgary, no. Edmonton, like, how does Vegas not win the Pacific Division? Like, and it's even money. I think that's a great bet. Like, I think they should be laying 50 cents. Would you not agree? I, I'm, San Jose right plus 425. You. Calgary, Calgary plus 425. Edmonton 11. Get locked. Get real. Vancouver 12. No. Arizona. They're getting better, but no. Kings 66. Duck 66. Those Duck teams are running Ducks. on Metamucil and all brand. Yeah, no, no, no. Honestly, they're <laughs> older than me. Metamucil. Uh, they are old, man. Yeah, old you like slow. that one? You like that I one? I did George? like that one. I'm telling you that. That's what we're doing. We, it's called it's called weekend wagers, and I'm giving you the Vegas Golden Knights guys. Just like take it in the Pacific Division. It's like no juice, too. It's 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 a good it's a good play, man. Like I, oh, no, I the love, other division, I love Vegas. man. Like you could make a case for Toronto and Boston against Tampa Bay, but Tampa Bay should be able to take it at plus one ten, don't you think? They're still the best overall team. They may be more built for the regular season than the playoffs. Maybe that's what, uh, what why the, the last two years things keep going wrong for them. But they're still the best overall team. Yeah. 
Yeah, I th- you're not getting a lot of value. Leafs plus 275, Boston plus 325, Panthers uh, plus 650. What do you what do you think about the Panthers, uh, George, and the moves they made? Obviously, I don't think like they're better, but I don't know, still they're a team that I still I need a wait and see approach. We've been we've invested in them too many years, and they've let us down too many times. They always look great on paper. Every they, year. They, they should be a play, they should be a freaking playoff team. I'm mad. I keep because I keep. If they're not them. a playoff team this year, you might as well blow it up because blow there's something up. wrong with the guys right, in the blow room. Blow it up. Yeah, this, this is the last wrong, year. Man. This is the last year. If you do not make the playoffs, I don't care who you got. You you get rid of guys. It's just that simple. You got Barkov, Huberdo, Hoffman. Like it's just it's nuts that these guys don't make the playoffs. So you got a goaltender now. There's no excuses here. You brought in Quenville, so maybe the you know the curse of uh, you know I, uh, I can't remember go on when you fired him really sh- shitty what yeah. you did to him you know that was the what curse a of dumb him move too <laughs> that, that was karma's a bitch they, they're paying that was freaking was terrible. terrible what they did to him but you bring in Quenville a real coach you mentioned and now you have a real goaltender and Bobrovsky so you have no excuses anymore the talents all that you named half the talent they have they have much more than that this is this should be I don't want to say a dominant team but this should be a team to be reckoned with it really should be. You know, make, and they'll make a thing like a move or two. I love this team, but they'll suck. I do, too. Yeah, the thing is, I don't know if they're going to just, you know, squeak in and do some damage. They can. They have the talent to do it. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm not going to take them at plus 650. But they will make the playoffs this year. 1-1 Yankees and Red Sox. Two outs right now. We're coming back. Weekend wagers. We'll talk a little bit more about the betting board. Talk to more NFL specials with George Kurtz after a short break. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Sean. Hey guys, welcome back to Weekend Wagers Saturday edition. I'm Cam Stewart along with George Kurtz, Sean Angle holding it down in the Manhattan studio. So we have the Boston Red Sox and New York Yankees on live right now. Uh, George, live line basically where it started. So the, I'm seeing the Red Sox they just tied it up. You're right. That Benatendi home run was an absolute bomb. It's 1-1. Red Sox live minus 125. Yankees minus 105. Total nine and a half. Run line minus one and a half plus 150 for Boston and the Yankees plus one and a half minus 180. What the hell's going on with this Milwaukee game? The line can just, it's like people are really, there's a lot of act. I'm seeing Gio Gonzalez only at plus 110 now, and I got him at plus 130. What the hell's going on, George? What's your book say? Yeah, I've checked. Uh, I got plus 125. Uh, I've checked multiple times. Huh. There's no, there doesn't seem to be any changes it? here. Uh, huh. I will, let me refresh it now. Usually it does it by itself. I'm plus uh, 110. Weird. No, I got the same, same thing. a lot plus of line movement. Yeah, I, I checked. percent difference between the books? Wow. I keep checking to see if there's a you know a late scratch something like that, but nothing's coming yeah. up here. So uh, let me check the lineups again. Maybe someone's going out in. Yeah. In, so what? So what? Do you, what's your? What's the juice on the Cubs? I got a buck thirty. What do you got? Buck forty. One forty-five. One forty-five. Oh my God! Fifteen cent difference. That's a lot, man. Like even our books, it's usually five or ten. That's, uh, yeah, check those li- lineups. I think something's going on there. But uh, we'll get to, George, we'll always get it to the bottom the of the mysteries. Maybe there's a guy missing. Really? It looks the so same. So what's Milwaukee's lineup? Can you give me Milwaukee's lineup? Yeah, uh, still Kane, Yelich, Huera, uh, Grandel, yeah. Braun, Moustakas. Uh, I mean, the bottom third is not too good. Pena, RC or Gonzalez, but it's the same as it was before. Yeah. Uh, Pena was and always catching. Grandal playing first. Cubs, you got Hayward, Castellanos, Bryant, Rizzo, Baez, Contreras, Almora, Bote, Hamels. Once again, same as it was earlier. Mm. So same. I, I, I can't give you a reason. You know, the, the weather's nice, 82 degrees, no chance of rain. So I, I can't tell you why. I don't know why the, uh, you know, why it's fluctuating the way it is. Yeah, it's very interesting. Usually, uh, 
you don't see uh, those t- type of uh, fluctuations. But, uh, yeah, but, hey, George, NFL season, hey, it's a punch, buddy. You can become the eighth person to win a million bucks in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament, setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. We use it. Or become one of the countless number of people that won thousands of dollars playing DFS and using Daily Roto, a.k.a. George Kurtz. If you're playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Head on over, check out the tools for NFL, MLB, PGA, NBA, NHL, and sports wagering, and get access to all of them with the Daily Roto Elite Package. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. You get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and the use of the same Daily Roto optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings. That's DailyRoto.com, promo code ACTION, DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. So, looks like maybe sales can uh, settle down. It'd be nice if we got a one, two, three inning here, George, and uh, see the live line got up to 40 cents in this ball game right now. Hopefully, he settles down and uh, the Red Sox can get to Herman. Do you feel weird betting against your team or just, uh, I, I like your all business approach, George. The Yankees aren't paying your bills. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I, I learned to separate my fandom from my uh, money a long time smart. ago. Yep. You know, I was, I'm, a, I'm a Yankee fan. Some I, people can't. Some people still can't do it. Like, I know no. a lot of guys, like my buddies are homers and they get murdered by their home team. I'm like, hell, if you just stayed away from Toronto teams, you'd be rich. But, you know, some people just, they just want their team to win and they put the money there. It's almost better to do it the opposite. So at least if they lose, you get money. You know what I mean? You get a yin and a yang, right? So they lose, but you're happy because you got money rather than losing two things, which really Yeah, sucks. I guess it's a sort of a no-lose. You could look at it as a no-lose situation there. Although I'd always rather win money. I, listen, I'm a Yankee fan. They don't need my help winning the game, okay? I, I need, uh, I could use some cash. So I'd rather see the Yankees win there. Uh, and the way I look at it, you know, it's it's also a job we do. I have to be objective when looking at the at the Yankees or the Cowboys or the Islanders because hey, people are going to ask questions about them. I can't, you know, look through rose colored glasses. Oh, the Yankees are great; they have no open, no problems. Oh, the pitching staff, oh, just as good as Houston. Yep. You can't do stuff like that. So you have to be objective no, you anyway. Can't. But hey, I bet yep. against the Yankees the all last weekend as well against Boston. I when I, yep. I every game I had Boston all four didn't work out well Sunday night, but the first three it did. And I had Boston last night as well. I got Boston today, so uh, I guess I'm three and two so far. And by the way, he, uh, he did get the win for getting. Yep. I want to ask you about a couple of, like, obviously betting these guys would be crazy, but some interesting uh, receivers just for what I was looking at for the props for most regular receiving touchdowns. It's probably not going to happen, but New England's uh, first-round pick, Nikhil Harry at 66-1. to What kind of fantasy year do you think he's going to have? Boy, I mean, you got to gain the trust of Brady, the trust of Belichick, the trust of McDaniel. It's a rookie wide receiver. It's generally it's hard to make big numbers right away. I think he's a worthwhile he's gamble so good in, in fantasy college, leagues. Yeah, that means nothing to me. Uh, learn, you got to learn yeah. the pro system. <laughs> uh, Edelman's going to be first choice. James White's going to be second choice. Yeah, it's hard for me to see him making a huge impact. It really is, at least as far as numbers. I think his impact could be if he can draw de- defenders towards him. And open up uh, room for the other guys here. I have no problem taking him. I don't want to take him as a starting wide receiver, so I don't want him as uh, obviously a one, two, or three. I really don't want him as a flex either, but I'm sort of okay. And if you're playing two flex, at your second flex, but he's more of a bench guy for me. I doubt I'll have him in too many redraft leagues. What's your opinion of DJ Moore? I really, I, you know, we're kind of down on Cam Newton, but DJ Moore is so much talent. Uh, he's another guy, sixty-six to one. What, what's your uh, take on Moore? Oh, I like DJ Moore. Yeah, I think we would just start to see him coming into his own before Cam got hurt last year. He's right around that low-end wide receiver two category for me, right with guys like Chris Godwin, Tyler Lockett, Mike Williams. You know, I put him right in this category. Hell, I, I would probably take DJ Moore over A.J. Green right now. I think Green's going to be out a while, and this is starting to become a nightmare for me. You know, yeah, I told, he, I told you, man, when that happened, I, I, I had a bad feeling about it, and the line went up. It's funny, the line's crept down a little bit, but George, I'll tell yeah. you, this A.J. Green stuff, he might be out for the first, like, what, four games of the season? They're def- he's definitely not playing week one or two, right? What I would advise fantasy owners is let A.J. Green be someone else's problem. You know, unless that value is so good, he's there in round seven, something like that. But if someone wants to take him in round four, let him be someone else's problem. Because this keeps getting worse. What do you do camp. with Tyler Boyd? What do you do with Tyler Boyd now? He wasn't as good without Green last year. I know. He wasn't. You know, granted, some of that was without uh, Andy Dalton as well. That Dalton's great, but he was certainly better than I can't remember the backup right now. Uh, you know, and so that's oh, not yeah, all Driscoll. On, Driscoll, right? Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll. So, uh, so that's, some of it's not on Boyd, but he wasn't as good without Green. Uh, this team, this team's in trouble. They're just in trouble. If they're not the worst team in the league, they're damn close to it. Uh, oh, and, and we got bets on them uh, before the wins total went I got down. Fully under, half, right? Uh, fully under. Places, yeah. So, yeah, uh, no, thank, that was good. Uh, 
Yeah, it was great, George. We got on that one. That's the thing. Sometimes those injury bugs, they work against you. That one worked for us. Uh, yeah, Tyler Boyd's an interesting guy because he's going to be better, what you'd think, with Green out. But he didn't do well when he was out before. So he's kind of an intriguing guy. Wide receiver uh, three. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you one guy that I think is going to have a very good year, not just because of training camp. I just think motivated. I think Deshaun Jackson with Wentz, I think he's the guy uh, he's going to blow it up, George. I think Deshaun Jackson's going to have a big year. What's your take? I know he's looked good in preseason. doesn't mean shit, but I like Deshaun Jackson this year. I mean, I like uh, D-Jax as well, but he's going to be that inconsistent guy. Wow, did he catch that? Yes, he did. What a play. Wow, what a catch. Urshela, man, holy crap. Not even hurt. Yeah, that, yeah, he worked hard there. I think it went right up against the netting. Tough. tough. Just, no, I like that. That's called effort right there. Did you yep, see the other day of, uh, with Jeff McNeil running into the net? And he literally yeah. fly, <laughs> flying into the net and bouncing <laughs> yeah. back? That was great. It's like a little that's awesome. kid doing that. Oh, that's got to, man, yeah, your, your quads can't feel net. good doing that. Yeah, he, that's exactly no, what, that's what he That's a great play by Urshela, man. That's that's hard work right there. A lot of guys wouldn't be afraid. Like, I, I love seeing guys do that. You make money, you go out there, you play the game, you play it hard. Nice play. That was a very nice play by Urshela. All right, so. Not good uh, for our bad, but anyway. <laughs> uh, you keep reminding me. That's right. You're right. You're, so you're saying he's going to have huge week, bad week, huge week, bad week, huge week, bad week, huge, huge, bad, bad. He's a streaky guy, right? Or like he's inconsistent. Good, good, good call. He's a streaky guy, but there's also a lot of guys that have to be fed there. I mean, that this this offense is good, really good. Uh, if, if Wentz stays healthy, no no more Nick Foles to rely on. But Wentz has to stay healthy. It's all full of shit. But if he stays healthy, you think about it. Alshon Jeffrey has to get his passes. We know Deshaun Jackson. Zach Ertz is likely to lead this team in receptions. I'd be surprised if he doesn't. Yeah. I don't know what to make of, Zach, uh, of Nelson Aguilar anymore, but they like Arcega Whiteside. You know, so... Are there enough balls to go around to make Jackson truly a threat without He'll be the, the deep play? threat, George. He'll definitely Maybe be like the deep three threat. three catches for 120. What? You don't think so? Oh, no. He'll definitely be the deep threat. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's the, he's just going to run those. Like, like boom, 45-yard 40 yard touchdown, 62-yard touchdown. That's D-Jack style. So, you know when he makes the big play, it's usually going to be like a, a one one play where your fantasy numbers are going to blow up. Because it'll be like a big touchdown for big yards. Usually does uh, the bombs. So something to consider. No, I, I, I like DJs. I have him in that, uh, once again, low-end wide receiver three flex play there. Uh, I think there'll be some weeks where he's great, and some weeks where he's like, ugh, two catches, 14 yards, that sort of thing. It didn't work out there. So, uh, But I, he has upside. Yes, he's a, probably a better best ball player than a uh, redraft league. But uh, – I don't think he's someone you can just ignore either. Because I think he's going to have a pretty solid season. I look, I look at ESPN's rankings; they have him at forty-five. I have him much higher than that. I have him at thirty-seven. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They have. I mean, they have Michael Gallup ahead of the Sean Jackson, Curtis Samuel. I don't. I don't agree with that at all. No, I don't know. I don't agree with that either. I, I'm with you. What do you think? Uh, another interesting guy, good college player. Um, he, he showed uh, flashes, and remember now his quarterback's coming back. Dante Pettis. What's your opinion of Dante Pettis, George? Very intriguing uh, guy. What do you think? Yeah, we've been discussing in the past couple of days. Funny you should bring him up. Uh, Jim Day. Uh, uh, George, I'm just looking at guys that I like your opinion on because these are guys I'm thinking, you know, late, later in drafts. But I think Pettis could be very interesting with Garoppolo back. Yes, he's not the only one. We discussed him on Fantasy Football Frenzy on Thursday, and Jim Day will point out that to you that he's down on Pettis because he's had a bad camp so far, dropping passes and all this other stuff. And that's true. I don't generally worry about that all that much, especially when it's August 3rd. And he's got a, you know five weeks to figure this out here. I think he'll be fine there. But what I am worried about is, you know, we've never seen Garoppolo play a full season. Even close to a full season, as Mike Blue pointed out this morning, you count you count up all his starts together. He hasn't played a full season yet, yeah. so that's an issue. You know, we don't know if he can go, go there. Pettis, you know, Goodwin was disappointing, very disappointing last year. Uh, was Goodwin? He's not even being drafted in some leagues now. So you know, Kelsey, we know is where the offense is going to filter through there, right? The passing offense is going through Kelsey. So I am interested in Pettis. I think he's a guy. Once again, I have just behind Deshaun. I'm sorry, just in front of Deshaun Jackson. So, but I think he has upside. I think there is upside there where he can move up. Right, Just in front of him means he's 37. I have him just out of wide receiver at the range, but it wouldn't shock me at all, Cam, if by the end of the season he's a high-end wide receiver too. Wouldn't shock yep. me at all. Someone's got to be the main guy then. I think it could be Pettis. I agree. Interesting. What do you do with the Bears uh, receivers? Uh, intriguing to me, George. Allen Robinson, uh, obviously, you know, very good seasons with Jacksonville. 
I, I like him, but man, I'm kind of worried. What about Anthony Miller as a deep sleeper? I had this kid out of Memphis. I liked him in college. Uh, he should be, he's interesting. He's a very, very talented guy. I don't know if uh, I'd really like to see, um, you know, Trubisky go to him a lot more. What's your take on uh, Robinson and Miller? Well, my only, my worry always in Chicago is that in the second half of the season, when the weather gets bad there, it's hard to throw. Yeah, it's just yeah. hard. You're not, not going to be a great throwing offense here. So I have uh, A-Rob as a wide receiver three. I think, once again, a different offense, he'd probably be a, a mid-range wide receiver two. But in this offense, which I think filters through the, uh, the run game, Tariq Cohen catching balls out of the backfield and let that defense go to work. That you don't need to put the ball in the air as much as other teams do to take that chance that you're going to get a you know a turnover or something like that. So I like Robinson. I like the talent. Just don't like the team he's playing on. Uh, as far as Anthony Miller, but you uh, said about him a, a, a late deep threat, a you know, sleeper. I'm fine with him. Uh, I think he that's exactly what he is. A guy you could take as a reserve, maybe as a flex guy, and it might pay off. And if it doesn't, you move on. But I, I think it will pay off for you. I don't think, you, I don't think Miller's going to be a guy you want to get rid of. I think he's a guy, he's a reserve in yes, your team. At the I, very least, he's a good yeah. bi-week filler. I'm going to tell you, George, I went in college too. And once Trubisky starts going to him, he'll go to him more. Miller's one of those guys, like, he feeds off it. Like, he, he could go, you know, if you don't go to him, he'll, he'll fall asleep during a game. But when you go to him, like a lot of receivers, he has that temperament, you know, ding, 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 ding. He'll start to really get on a roll. Like, when I watched him at Memphis, he caught everything, man. I think he's I, I think he's a true deep sleeper. I'm going to look for, for him in my draft. And also, I want your opinion on Cooper Cup after the injury coming back. What do you, where, where are you going to take him, George? And uh, what do you think? You think uh, that he's going to have a big bounce back here? I'm likely not to have him in any leagues because he's going too low for me. Uh, my issue is this. Uh, with that injury, the ACL, uh, yes, you can play in a year, but it's really not until two years that you feel back to normal. And even two years will put him in the middle of next season. Uh, but that being said, you can't tell me right now he's 100% back to what he used to be. I think he can play. I don't think there's any danger there, but he's not back to the player he used to be. I would take Robert Woods ahead of him on his own team. I would take Brandon Cooks ahead of him on his own team. Uh, the problem is I'm yeah. seeing I'm seeing all three of these guys have been jumbled, by the way. I've seen them in, er, in any order, in like every draft. The flex draft we used to talk about earlier, Cup actually went first, then Cooks, then Woods. They all went within about 12, 15 picks of each other. But once again, it was Cup first. I'm not Woods is, is a safer play for me, that I would take Woods over Cup. Like I said, I, I'm not doubting the talent here at all. I do like the player. I do like the offense here. But for where he's going... I think there. I just think there are safer picks here, and I can't take him as high as he's going. Not to be a high end wide receiver too, which is where he's going uh, a lot of drafts. ESPN has him ranked at 19, which for me is about right. A low end wide receiver too. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that, you know, because uh, there are guys. The guys behind Alshon Jeffrey Green. I would probably go with Godwin above him. Lockett, Mike Williams, DJ Moore. This is the group he should be in. I'd go with. I think Lo- it's I'd close. go with Lockett above him. I'm close there. I'm close there, but the problem is, are they going to throw enough in, in Seattle? I just don't know if they are. You know, they want they want to do the run thing there. I think it's, I I so think that's a huge mistake with Seattle. Russell Wilson is a great quarterback. Put the ball in his freaking hands sure and let him win you games. But instead, well, they want to play. Saw, we talk about this all like the it. time. The Dallas game. It was a it was a train wreck. One of the worst called games in the history. They had receivers open the whole game. They're trying to run the ball. It was so stupid, George. Like that's the time. And I know fans. Oh, we think we think we're smarter than the coaches. Oh, we why that was just idiotic. Like they cost that they should have beat the Cowboys there, but. Too conservative, man. It'll get you burned. In today's NFL, you got to open it up. You have to put the ball in the hands of your best player. Is there anybody else on exactly. Seattle even close Ridiculous. to Russell Wilson? It's weird. It's, it's it's just so weird dumb. in my mind how you're not you're not doing that. And there's something in today's NFL where everything is geared for the quarterback. Yeah, I don't know. I think sometimes it has to do with Pete Carroll and the coordinators trying to be the smartest guy in the room, George. You know, I agree. Just, I agree. They, they don't do the. They don't. They do the obvious thing. It's like, oh, I'm smarter than you, and we're going to do it my way. Well, your way. Look at us. Cost us a Super Bowl against the Patriots too, when you didn't simply hand off the ball to get a couple inches. But anyway, what are we going to do? We're going to talk more receivers. See where George ranks some guys. Go through a couple other. I got an interesting defensive regular season sacks uh, betting lines too. So we'll talk about that on the other side. Be sure to follow all our social media at FNTSY Sportsnet and at FNTSY Radio. And now I'm tweeting about you, bruh. Message and data rates may apply.